Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. This episode is sponsored by Polymorph Crafts. Visit polymorphcrafts.com to learn about their high-quality, compact, and affordable tabletop accessories. Hello, everyone. Before we begin, I have a quick announcement about Dungeon Drunks at RTX. Our podcast began as a live D&D game at the Rooster Teeth Fan Expo in 2013. We raised money for charity with the help of SideQuest, which is an excellent organization that creates safe and fun events at conventions and helps raise money for awesome charities like Extra Life, Able Gamers, and Operation Supply Drop. After a few years of only playing D&D at RTX, we expanded to be this weekly podcast you know and love. But our commitment to SideQuest and raising money for charity remains the same. So along with our live game during the convention, we are once again offering a package of D&D goodies for the SideQuest charity auction. But SideQuest has a whole community weekend to offer. It takes place August 2nd through the 5th during RTX Austin. SideQuest's Community Weekend is all about having fun with your fellow Rooster Teeth fans while raising money for charity. Along with that charity auction, there's a Bar Olympics, a cool-down lounge to enjoy, and lots of really good people that you get to hang out with. And now Dungeon Drunk listeners can take 15% off of a weekend badge with the special code SQDUNGEON15. That's right, that's 15% off a code for the entire weekend with the code SQDUNGEON15. Q D U N G E O N, the number one and the number five. Come have a blast with us during RTX weekend while helping support some amazing charities. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks. Heading north out of the city, our heroes encounter an outdoor market filled with strange wares. They meet an ancient Aladrin woman selling wooden trinkets and magic totems who is plagued by nightmares of beholders. She has strange information about the past, present, and future, and answers some information about the path ahead. The group purchased some wooden beholder trinkets, as well as a magic wooden key that can be used to open doors. They head down the road towards their goal, eventually opening up their pocket house to rest for the night. And that is where we begin tonight. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM, Lauren, also known as Obocrazy. I once again have some dragon's blood, which is... Pomegranate juice and some of the jalapeno moonshine, ghost pepper moonshine that I got at RTX last year that I am slowly trying to get through so that I can empty out that flask before RTX this year. You know, who knows? You're never going to be able to put anything. That flask is infused. Probably. It's very possible. I might, this might just become the flask that I use every year to put whatever our, our jalapeno ghost pepper infusing stuff into. (laughs) <laughs> and, and take an entire year to get through. And I'm totally okay with you that. you got to season it like a pan. I mean, there's there a lot of go. great things about being sober. One of the best things is, is I never have to put that shit in my mouth again. Listen, even even if you were no longer having alcohol, you don't have to have that. It's I know. Okay, but I, I respect that decision. Speaking of respecting your decision of what you're drinking, Carlton, why don't you go first? What are you drinking? Again, I'm also drinking uh, the same thing as last time, the tangerine pomegranate soda. And uh, no live taste test because, you know, I've already tasted it. And it's delicious. You had it last time. And it's delicious. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Uh, this is Jonathan. I play Jonathan the Mad Muscular. Tonight, once again, I have a Cooper Libre. 
It is uh, rum, a cola, and a little bit of lime juice. And I also have this shot of fireball to be consumed at the first casting of fireball. And tonight, my fireball shot is dedicated to... Which de is dedicated to our friends at Polymorph Crafts. Polymorph Crafts. Uh, for your all your affordable tabletop accessories. I just did an ad read, and you'd think I'd be better at it, but I'm not. <laughs> Polymore Crafts, this is for you. Thank you so much for uh, supporting us. Bernie, what are you drinking? So my mother is, if anybody, if you didn't know this, my mother is the mistress of Margarita Season. She officially <laughs> declares Margarita Season open this year. And, You've mentioned this. And if you come to our house, there will be a bucket of frozen Margarita. Well, not bucket, more like a picture because she makes these from scratch in our freezer. And I've decided to follow in her footsteps and have it be Sangria Season. And so mm. I think there's just going to be forever a picture of Sangria in our fridge from now on. So I'm I'm once again drinking Sangria. I like this. I, I like everything that you've just said. And now I kind of want to go get some sangria. Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice, once again, is gumption hard cider. And as I look at this bottle and look at the hawker holding the apple on the megaphone, I can't help but be reminded of our, of our quote-unquote friend, Waylon. And thinking, this is a younger Waylon. Perhaps a, a Waylon Begins story might be my next uh, DM campaign, where <laughs> we figure out how he became... Yes! Maybe he was young and full of moxie and prospects at some point, and, and exploring that backstory would be something I'd love to do at some point, so. Hmm. Lauren the DM will remember this. All right. You guys, we'll, we'll just jump right into it. I have no Let's transition except, except Feywild. It is the morning of your third day in the Feywild. Technically, you're not in the Feywild right now. You are in your pocket house, in your extra planar dimension, safely tucked away from all of the craziness of all of the other dimensions that you've been to, which now include two. And uh, as you wake up refreshed in the morning, you've had your watches and nothing has seemed to gone wrong over the, the, the course of the evening. You have some breakfast. And what would you like to do? Travancore had a th disturbing thought. He wants to see whether he can intuit or figure out um, whether time spent in the pocket house is time discounted from our travel time. Like, he would, would act the RNG, this is cheating, basically, is what he's trying to figure out. Cheating as in... Meaning, like, it says to travel for two days. Like, would, it reset, would the domino reset to zero, or does he, the time they already travel count towards their total or not? Roll an insight check. Hmm. Let's figure out how insightful our dear friend Travancore is. Fifteen. Okay. You think, as you're looking at the directions, it's not travel for two days as in two days straight you think karnak being you didn't hang out with him long but he he's feel he felt like a fairly plain spoken gent and you think two days is what he thinks is the length of time it's going to take you to travel the distance to go that he's not telling you go so many miles he's telling you travel for x two amount days. of days worth of travel okay that makes sense. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, he's telling you to do the Kessel Run in four parsecs. He's not telling you distance. He's telling you the time it's going to take to cover that distance. And at least those part of the directions you think are fairly plain spoken. The rest of them seem a little, you're not exactly sure, maybe, but, but no. Let's say poetic. But yeah, although he also didn't strike you as the poetic type. So you wonder if he's trying to also be plain spoken about something that's a little more ephemeral to grasp hmm. 
Food for thought. <laughs> what for breakfast? Do we have coffee? We're making tea this morning. Mm. I'll have some tea. Do you have coffee? You guys would know what's in your stores. Mm. Yeah, I just have generic rations. I don't think I have anything special like coffee. We've got vegetables. Note to self. Make get get coffee for coffee purposes in the house. But yes, Bernie, if you would like to make some tea, you can you can make tea for everybody. You've got some basic rations. Seekin is happy to eat whatever you've got. Bernie makes five cups of tea and pointedly hands them to everyone. Thank you. It's not optional. Seekin drinks immediately as soon as you say it's not optional. I love Bernie's tea. Yeah. It's the best tea there is. It's good tea. She knows how to brew it just right. Travancore consumes the mandatory tea. <laughs> is is this like magic tea? Well, I mean, it's good tea. It's a lemon black. So. Oh yeah. No, super good. Was this? Did you make this with the lemons that I grew? Is this? Is this those lemons? Isn't the tree in here? No, the tree is back at the the Golden Rock Tavern. You'd placed it inside of a tub. And as far as I know, you hadn't moved it into the pocket house just yet. But it was when you got it, like, there were lemons on it. Like, he gave you basically a fully formed tree. So if you say that you had taken lemons off of it for this tea, that can happen. You just don't have the lemon tree. Yeah, she made it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not the black tea part that had to be sourced. But yeah, these are the lemons. Oh, this is, this, this is really good. And he drinks. And he, like, downs the whole cup. Cheers. So, 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 we're gonna keep going today, right? We still have today, and then, I don't know, like, if we're supposed to go just two days total, or two days, like, if if we go, you have to go another half a day, like a day and a half, maybe? Or two days? I'm hoping that home speaks to us. Like, whatever yeah. home is, is obvious, or at least sort of easy to intuit? I'm not sure. The time uh-huh. frames get a little more dicey per the instructions. Um, Travagor has the note. He can just go over, travel northwest until the colors change and the trees break. Make camp at the edge. Open your heart to forgiveness and ask for a favor. Sleep, no watches. If Ekthiarn accepts your plea, the grove will appear in the rising sun. So I think it might be three days of travel overall, based on what, what I'm reading here. All right. Well, let's travel the one more day, and then hopefully we reach home. Whatever that means. All right. You guys... Gather your stuff. Is there anything else you want to do before you exit the pocket house? Um, once I do exit the pocket house, I will pointedly grab the nut, as that is my charge. All right. Just making it clear to everybody involved, in case there's any questions later. I have it. All right. Unless there's anything else, yeah, you exit the pocket house. Seems to be a normal morning. You look around, and everything seems to be okay. Travancore grabs the nut, and you guys continue along the route, heading north. It is, by all accounts, a lovely autumn day. The The tall trees on all sides of you are a multitude of colors. The air is crisp, but not yet biting cold. It's it's as though you've kind of traveled back in time a couple of uh, a couple of months as well as into this new land. And the further north you travel throughout the day, the the brighter the sun gets, the brighter the trees get, the the louder the sounds in the forest get. And I, I'd love you all to roll perception checks. I would love to. <laughs> there we go. That's more like the rolls I like. 
Hmm. Animals too? Uh, it's up to your animals. Traven, uh, Shadow declines at this time. Yeah, Bernie's just gonna roll. Bucks takes to the air. Okay, so give me give me Bucks and Jonathan. Uh, Bucks gets a nineteen. Jonathan the magic muscular, uh, not having a stout coffee this morning, uh, rolls a three as a result of a natural one. Oh, well, I was gonna ask what made you roll that natural one, but I guess I guess coffee deprived is all we need to know. Uh, Carlton. Uh, Carlton. Uh. Kind of feeling yesterday like he wasn't really himself, you know. He had that weird fight at the Rift, and everything's just been weird here. Kind of, like, hones his senses, and he got a 24. All right, and Bernie. Bernie got an 18. She had black tea. <laughs> and Travancore. 21. Okay. All of you except for Jonathan notice something in, in a couple different ways. Bucks flying above can see coming up ahead of you along the next you're not really in a hilly area but there's kind of a natural rise and fall to the landscape around here and just over the next rise there seems to be a large gathering of beings on the the trail ahead uh he can see this the rest of you except for jonathan hear what sounds like a party laughter merriment the clinking of glasses the singing of what you might think are drunken tavern songs if you weren't in the middle of the forest at eight o'clock in the morning okay mm. i mean there's a time and place right it's nine o- twelve o'clock somewhere yeah i guess shall we shall we went we shall went you guys reach the rise and crest it and start to come on down. And, and now you can see there's a party just happening in the middle of the road. There's there's no buildings around. There doesn't seem to be any, like, there's no tables. There's no chairs. There's just a roaring fire, like a bonfire off to one side of the road. And what looks like a good dozen, dozen and a half variety of creatures. You see maybe half a dozen uh, satyrs their cloven hooves uh, dancing in the dirt as they all seem to be the ones participating in this drinking song. They're all holding mugs of something and they're dancing around the fire. You can see little tiny pixies, sprites, some sort of tiny humanoid figures with bright shimmery wings that are flapping so fast you can barely see them in the morning sun that are zipping back and forth between a variety of beings. There's a couple of... Probably a ladrin dressed in gowns that look like, with the exception of the bare feet, they could go walking into a fancy ball and and be right at home. That are also singing and laughing and playing in 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 and amongst the dirt and the rest of the creatures. There's two centaurs that are doing a lazy gallop around the whole procession. Uh, the whole group. And you can see that they've probably been doing this for a little while as there is a, a clear track. Uh, you know, maybe the last 10, 15 minutes they've been doing this. You can see their their hoof marks. And as you arrive within sight of them, the whole group turns, sees your motley crew coming down the road and call out to you like familiar friends. Hey! Oh, is it? Yeah, you're here! Yeah! Come on, you're missing the party! Yeah. And 
they go back to dancing and laughing. A satyr comes over holding four giant foaming mugs and and waits at the the end of the trail that you would go up to where he is. And then you'd have to like go past this party to continue north up the road. And he's holding these giant mugs and he's like, finally, you're here. Hey, we Sida. are. And I grab a mug and I take a drink. Wait, oh, no. <laughs> Carl, it's delicious. Ah, I love it. Roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, that's Great. what I thought. It's a giant mug. Like, even for you. Like, as soon as you take it, you're like, oh, this is more than a pint. Yep, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, 22. Yeah, it's strong, but you're okay. Yeah, I get that initial, like, drink, not realizing I'm like, oh, and I get that little cough. I'm like, oh, all right, this is, this is the kind of party we're having. Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a cider, but like a Granny Smith cider. It's like a it's a strong cider, and and you you weren't expecting quite this much, but you're okay. Uh, yeah. The cider holds out mugs to the rest of you. Ah! Hey guys, watch out! It's strong. Do you have something a little more me sized? Uh, yeah. And he holds. He was holding out his left hand to you. He switches to his right hand. Is it the same? It's the same size, isn't it? Uh, when you take the mug, it's like a perfectly proportioned, what you would think would be a pint-sized mug for a gnome. It fits very well into your hand as soon as you take it. And Bernie holds it up. Cheers! Cheers! And he holds out to Travancore and Jonathan. Um, Tra- I'm good, thank you. Yeah, Travancore also declines. I'm, I would, but I'm working. I'm helping this guy get home. Alright, he holds out to Seekin. Seekin's like, thanks. And he takes the mug, but he doesn't drink from it. He looks really confused. And then the satyr reaches behind him and seems to produce a mug out of nowhere and holds it out to Shadow. And he's dead. Shadow, for, no. For the, for the bear. And Shadow like comes over and starts to sniff it. Shadow, we're working. Shadow gives you kind of a sour little bit of a look. And then backs away from it and the, the satyr's like ah, ah, for for your dog for the for the for the owl nobody gets left behind and he's holding out to bucks he's holding out to coco snoot carlton you think he might be holding out to blue in your basket uh sorry blue's underage but when he's old enough i'll take blues well, what huh underage yeah. no one's underage for cider come on he holds out the mug to you carlton and i'll drink it Oh, it's another giant tankard. It's great. Uh, roll another constitution saving throw. First one's like starting to settle in. This one's going to be a 19. Uh, yeah. Mm, you burp a little bit, but you're okay. You're doing okay. It'd be good to get some food in you pretty soon, though. You're feeling it. Hey, uh, friend, what's, uh, pray tell, what's, uh, hailing one What's, uh, I am Carlton, and you are? Oh, I am, uh, Finian. Finian, nice to meet you. And he holds Pleasure. out another, another tankard to you. All right. Okay, you take it? Eleven. Uh, ooh, you're, you're getting drunk. It's... Oh, hey, uh, Finian, uh, if, uh, if we're going to be going partying this hard, uh, you got any grub to go with this uh, this great <laughs> cider? Of course. Of course. Food for days. Come on, 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 come on. And he right, turns and I... around and he dances back into the crowd of folk that are just, they seem to be just partying in the middle of the road. Oh uh, yeah, it's party. Jonathan the Magic Muscular wants to make an inside check on these partiers. Make sure they're not under some kind of weird spell. Yeah, and sure. I'd like to help him like, by being able, because I can hear anything that's been nailed by the Eladrin, in theory. So I don't know if that gives him advantage or not, or helps him in any meaningful way. Sure, I'll give you advantage on the insight check. Roll. You- All right. 
while he rolls that um Travancore, you you overhear them talking in in these are Aladrin in bright autumn orange. And they're talking about how upset they are at the failed hunt and how they're just going to have to get drunk. This is the great hunt? You don't know. Jonathan. Twelve. Ah, they seem to be partying. It's a weird place to party. But hey, it's the Feywild. You don't know why they party in the street. Having party, you know what they're saying? Yeah, let's get our ciders to go and then we'll be on our way. Unless- But second breakfast. Yeah. JM, Jonathan Magic Muscular is going to track down the satyr that uh, that greeted us, and he's continuing to walk. He's trying to angle to the to the satyr. He's like, uh, uh, "I need you." As you do that, so you see Finian. He's danced his way back into this crowd. Uh, he's actually gone specifically over to where the satyrs are dancing around the bonfire. As you are trying to weave your way through the crowd, basically every being you come across is either trying to offer you a platter of food, a bottle or tankard of something to drink. Most of it smells like this this strong cider that Carlton's already had quite a bit of. Or try to start to dance with you. Are you going to accept any of that? No. I need you to roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Hey, Funyun, Funyun, where's this great food? Did you call him Funyun? Yeah. Finian. He did. He did call him. I'm also drunk now. You're right. Okay. He's also there. Uh, He's that, intoxicated. That is a not a great dexterity save. That's an eight. You managed to dodge around the food like you're, oh, no food, oh, no drink. And then uh, you've got a centaur in front of you that you cannot dodge out of the way of. And this male centaur wearing nothing but a smile grabs you and says, you are big and strong. You will be good dancer. And you are dancing with a centaur. Ah, I'm dancing with a centaur. Help. Yeah, <laughs> Help. you're leading. Help. Oh god! He, he just grabs you, and he, uh, there's no music, which is weird. Like there's the singing of the centaur of the the satyrs at the fire, but it's kind of off kilter, and you don't really know. But the centaur expects you to lead. As you roll a performance check, as he expects you to lead, Carlton, you call out to Finian, who waves to you and says, "Ah, you want some more?" and holds up another tankard. No, Not to food. you. He's like he's like a little while, a little bit away. Food. Food. Yeah, go, go talk, to, go talk to the pixies, the pixies, the pixies, the pixies. Yeah, <coughs> one more drink. Ah, and he starts to drink. All right, yeah, more drink. All right, if you're gonna walk up to him, I need you. Are you gonna accept food and or drink or a dance from anybody? Uh, I am. I'm definitely accepting food as I'm going to get my drink. Okay. There's a pixie who comes up to you, tiny, tiny little pixie who is holding a little tiny uh, silver tray, and on it you can just barely see what look like to you finger sandwiches. And she says, ha, 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 I made him, made him myself, made him myself. Take him, take him, take him, take him. Uh, I, 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 I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I, I pinch my fingers as small as I can. And I'm like trying to steady them. Like as if I'm trying to like catch a fly out of the air, like with sandwiches. And I'm like, I, I got thumb fingers. Can, can you just put it in my hand? As soon as you go to grab one, it's a full size half a sandwich. Oh. Tuna Whoa. sandwich with cheese. Whoa. It's good. I made him. I made him, Whoa. made him, made him, made him, made him. It's good. Do another? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to eat yeah, them both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You take another one. As soon as you go and reach down, it's it's weird. It's like you you reach out with two little fingers, but when you pull it back, you've just got half a tuna melt in your hands. And, oh, it's good. It's really good. Um, Jonathan, what was your performance check with the centaur? 
Soft 20. So I am leading the fuck out of this centaur. <laughs> and, Absolutely. Uh, and My I, friend, you know how to tangle. I have a song that I need to dance to. Uh, the world is full of monsters vile, but they ain't here at the time. So lift your roast to propose a toast to the drunken friends of mine. And the whole assemblage cheers you, and you suddenly have a tankard in your hand. And the centaur bows to you and says, We should dance again when you have uh, had the privilege of dancing with my friend. And he points to the other centaur, who seems to look identical. Like, same (laughs) blonde mane of hair, same wearing nothing but a smile. He grins and and waves to you. I'm sorry, can I pause for a moment? Yes, hi. Is this Julia or is this Bernie? This is Julia. A centaur, are you implying that centaurs wear pants? I'm implying that these centaurs are wearing nothing. Actually, I'm not implying. I'm just saying that they're wearing nothing. But most centaurs don't wear anything, so now I'm worried we live in a centaur world where there's pants on our centaurs. What's the mechanic of those pants? Where is the the waistline? Is it like on the the legs? Is it between two legs and another? Is what are we talking about here? So normally, when I think of centaurs, I think of how they were in as not great of a movie as it was, but in a Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe movie, the one that came out like ten years ago or whatever. Yeah, those centaurs like wore armor. Yeah, but and that's, that's kind of what I had in mind, like barding. Sort of bard, yeah, exactly. They have barding that they wear you know, like around their waist and on, like sort of like horsey greaves. Yeah, but not these, not these centaur. You're asking the wrong person. I don't know why you're asking me about what centaurs wear. You have two centaurs standing there, ready to accept a dance, and you could just ask them. Okay, so as as we transition into the Muppet style waltz. And, and you're like you you switch between <laughs> random conversations as the camera switches to us of Jonathan the Badge Muscular dancing with the centaur. So when you do wear pants, how are they tailored? Do they cover the front legs, the back legs, both? How do, how does that work? Well, I prefer the back legs, as that is where my private bits are. But there are some who want the full four legs. I find that uncomfortable. Ah, that makes sense. And we continue dancing. I actually <laughs> I actually prefer a kilt. And then you dance off. <laughs> you dance off at the cameras and pants to the next couple. <laughs> we want to thank Polymorph Crafts for sponsoring this episode. Polymorph Crafts offers stylish and affordable ways to carry everything you need game day and stay organized at the table. Their mimic chest starts life as a compact wood chest that converts into a dice tower and tray Dice and pen vaults, card stands, a coaster, and plenty of room to carry minis and more. Over 230 tiny magnets in each mimic chest make assembly a breeze and come in three affordable price points with lots of customizable options. So check out polymorphcrafts.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at polymorphcrafts. That's polymorphcrafts.com. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, it's an official free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game that you can download right now on Steam. The most recent update includes content from the new adventure Dragon Heist, and will be the first time fans can get a glimpse of all of the fun stuff in the book since Wizards of the Coast made the announcement. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast, and it's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. Speaking of chests... 
Thanks to the fine folks who made Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. Now, this code expires on July 8th, 2018 at 9pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. S-E-A-S-B-R-I-E-L-A-D-S-E-C-H-O. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. Bernie's gonna look at Travancore and say, Traven- Travancore? Yeah. Traven- yeah. As she's pretending to sip her beer and just spilling some of it on the ground instead. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand. Do, do you know what they're saying? They're all speaking in common. They're I all thought speaking. he heard them say things in Eladrin. Uh, only the two Eladrin who are speaking to each other are. Every All the satyrs, the the sprites, the pixies, all of them are at least in... in if they're not in common, they're in some kind of language yeah, the Eladrin, It's only the Eladrin who They're talking about the hunt, yeah. right? Like how like they didn't roll very well and now they're drinking their sorrows away. In a kind of fun f- way. The hunt? Yeah. They're, I would imagine, hunters of some kind. Like the great hunt. I don't remember if I... Did I hear them say the great hunt specifically? I think they just said the hunt. They just said the hunt. Bernie, what was your slide of hand check? That was an eight. So Bernie's just spilling beer on herself at this point. You, well, I'll say with an eight, you're not spilling it on yourself, but you think you're being very smooth, but you hold it up to your mouth and then you pretend to sip and then you put it down and then you just kind of dribble some out and then put it up to your mouth again. And it's it's kind of obvious even for you, but you're so distracted by this conversation with Travancore that you don't even notice. No one else seems to point it out. I don't know. I don't think we should stay. We, we have to get them and go. I'm I'm 100% on board with this. I, I completely agree with you. Um, any suggestions? You could rip your pants! Bernie has out of good ideas. Bernie says this incredibly loudly. The satyrs that are over at the fire laugh, and you hear them go, Ah! Rip your pants, take your stance, rip your pants and take your stance, take your stance and rip your pants, hi, hi, death, yay! And then they all cheers. And then, um... Uh, Carlton, you're handed another tankard. Fun, funny, this this stuff's great, uh, but uh, I'm not a super big cider fan. You guys don't have any, like, sorcerer sweat, do ya? No! I'll make a persuasion check, with disadvantage, because you are currently drunk. Come on, dice gods. Four! Oh dear. <laughs> nice! Finian gives you a really long look and says, But the cider is so good! And he hands you a tankard. I'll drink a tanker. We haven't had this spirit here since 1969. <laughs> Jonathan, uh, what are you doing? Uh, as this dance comes to an end. I am going to... I bow to my partner obnoxiously, and I say, uh, this was this was a great dance. Didn't expect it. The best dances are unexpected, my friend. I am Jonathan the Magic Muscular, and you are... I am Kessin. Kessin. I, it's good to have met, to have made a friend here. But my other friends, uh, I must rejoin. Thank you for the dance. But, but food and drink, they join us. And he grabs one of the pixies, grabs her by the legs. She goes, and he pulls her over and holds the pixie up into your face, who then 
is holding this tiny little tray, the silver tray that seems to have little tiny finger sandwiches on it. And the uh, Kesson says, food! And the little pixie goes, food? Oh, I am I am so good. But thank you so much. And oh, I know. But I, yeah, but I made I, them. I know. Aww. They look great. They should, huh? Good, good, good on you. Great job. And Kesson uh, doesn't like my food. And Kesson kind of gives you a, a really to the pixie, and he still like gripped her by her legs. So to the pixie. How much of this? Yeah, so well. sorry. How, how much of this is Travancore here? Is he too far to hear this conversation? Oh no, you guys are like five feet away from this gathering, and they're all. All right, I'm just gonna say very rudely, Jonathan. Clock's ticking. Yep. Yep, yep. I'm on my way. Yes, sir. I'm on my way. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Behind you, you start to hear the pixie cry. And you hear Kesson. It's okay. I eat all your sandwiches. They are delicious. Let me see if I can flag down Carlton, too. Like, he's very drunk. I may have to put him on shadow while he passes out and sleeps it off. Hey. Carlton is super drunk. Buddy. Carlton, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, Okay. Uh... With disadvantage, because of course you are drunk. Eighteen. Even with disadvantage. Yeah, that was, Even that with, was, it was a twenty-one and an eighteen. Yeah, advantage was a twenty-one. <laughs> All right, you hear Travancore. Between you and Travancore, there are several beings of variety of sorts who are going to try to offer you food, drink, and dance. Do you want to food, drink, or dance with any of them? Yes. Oh dear. All right. What would you like? I'm gonna. Uh, I, I need some more of those sandwiches. You got some more sandwiches? Yeah. Where, where's Sandwich Girl at? Uh, a different pixie comes flying up to you with her little tray, and she's like, Roast Beast! Roast! Roast! Roast Beast! Oh, roast I beast. love Roast Beast! Roast Beast! Oh, no. <laughs> Does it have the horse sauce on it? Go, uh, I can get! I can get! And she reaches into a tiny little pouch and pulls out what looks like a bag, and... Let's go of the tray, which continues to hover there in front of her as though held by an invisible hand, reaches into the bag with one hand, pulls out what looks like a handful of sauce and smears it across the top and then puts the bag back and reholds the tray up to you. I'll grab a roast beast. All right. Yeah. Once again, as soon as you grab it, it's a full size, uh, like a half a sandwich. It's delicious. It's got that that bit of spice to it that you'd expect from horseradish. Seeking. Uh huh. Yeah. He's still holding his mug, just looking at it. Can you turn? Can you turn yourself into an animal that's big enough to hold Carlton if he if he passes out? Not nothing that's gonna be bigger than Shadow. No, Shoot. I I can I can be a, a swan. I could be, but that's not gonna. Oh, no. Damn. I can be. Right. Uh. Uh, no, that's not gonna be big. No, no, nothing. I mean, your bear is pretty big. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna stumble over to the Aladrins that are not partying very hard. They're kind of sitting there being sullen. They are uh, drinking and they they seem angry. And as you stumble up, the one turns to you and in Elvish says, And Travancore, you very clearly hear this elven man say, Maybe this one can help us on our hunt. And I go, Friends, uh, I don't speak your your, your pretty pretty mouth language. Do, do, you, do you speak the, the what I'm speaking? Uh, the second one says to you, and then turns to his friend and goes, um, and- At this point, Travicor is going to walk over and is going to be like, tell you what, we're going north. If whatever you're hunting is north, 
you can come with us and we'll help you. But if not, we're going to have to bid you adieu. Oh, they're hunting something, Javi? No, we're not hunting. We're not hunting anything, buddy. I we love hunting. Dude, so we have to help Seekin out because we promised. And the, the, yeah. the Heralds of Krenus always keep their promises, except when they don't. We but do? this time they do. The elven woman looks at you, Travancore, and in Elvish says, I am sorry, did this one belong to you? He only as as my friend and trusted advisor, Travancore. She looks at you like you've just spoken in, in a language she doesn't understand. Oh, Trav, what would they say? Oh, I say, I, I, I'll say that back in says, uh, I, I, I meant to say, I say that back in Elvish. No, she, and she's still like, even in Elvish, like you, you say friend and she's... Well, how much how much for him? We think that he would be very useful as bait. He is not for sale. Well, okay, but if you change your mind, we would pay top dollar for one so large. Duly noted. Travancore, we're, we're going to go on a hunt. Yeah, we're, actually, I'm going to hunt something even bigger. I have a like going after a god. And you always say, what's a god to a non-believer? So let's find out. Oh, shit. You have to go hunt something big. Let's big game. Now, whatever these guys are after, it's nothing compared to what we're hunting. We're hunting. It's Grampy season. Let's go hunting for some grampies. <laughs> the male turns to the female and in Elvin says, It's too bad he is seasoned with a lot of alcohol. He would be very useful. And he looks back at you, Travancore, and says, Are you sure we would pay at least 20,000 gold pieces for him? Travancore says, Let me consult with my friends and I'll get back to you. The whole intention that he's never going to see these. He's ghosting. Like he's okay. Like, take this guy out of here, but he wants doesn't want to be completely rude and, and like rush to it. He's trying to guide Tra- Carlton back. Like, hey, I, I hear Grampy has sorcerer sweat, so if we're looking for that, what? Yeah, dude, come on, bud. You promise? I can't promise anything. It's Seekin's grandpa, though. Look how Seekin turned out. That guy had to have at least some sorcerer sweat. Am I? Am I right? Am I right? Oh yeah, Seekin's fucked up. And and I kind of wink at Seekin, like I'm like I'm like I I'm out. I'm so sorry. I need him. Yeah, but like I uh, quietly in, in common, like I just sort of mouth the words. That doesn't translate well for radio, but you can cut that out. That's all right. Whether the elves believe you, don't believe you, trust you, they don't seem to mind. Okay. They, they're, you say no to their request and, and go to take Carlton away, and they just kind of shrug and go back to their conversation about something else that they can get as bait. Okay. Um, you lead Carlton back over to where Bernie and Seekin and the rest of the animal companions are. Jonathan, you um, have finished up with your dance, and are you also going to go join? Are you going to grab any food or drink along the way? No, no, I'm good. I'm just rejoining everyone else. Okay, as soon as you rejoin everyone else, Finian is there with four more tankards. And he's like, ah, you just got here. Did you not need more? It's early. Yeah, we're getting it's... to go. To go. No, no, no. Well, we're here. Good. We're good. No, no. I take Finian? One? Finian? Finian? I, I, I kind of just set it aside gently, like, I, I, I mouth sorcerer sweat to, to Carlton yes, to get him but, to focus on tech. Yes, sorcerer sweat. drink this on the way to the sorcerer sweat. Nothing's going to taste as good as that sorcerer sweat, buddy. I'm going to drink it. No. All right. I here drink you go. it. Roll uh, a constitution saving throw. Jesus. With a disadvantage. 21. I mean, Bay. 11. I mean, Tina. You're standing. Cool. <laughs> That's about all, right. all you can do right now. And, uh, yeah. Guys, this Feywild looks real swirly. Dude, we're going to throw an awesome party once we get home. I'm kind of pissed off that I had to miss out on this and play and play grown-up, so to speak. But we're going to throw it like a kegger when we get back to uh, to the Golden Griddle. Okay? But until then, focus on Taz. One of the Mojons is a kegger? We can fix that. We no, we Carlton. We can make that happen. Yeah. 
Biggest party ever. But we have to go. Let's go. All We're right, going to tear right, let's go. Let's water go. deep down when we get back. So- Finian, Finian. Finian, Finian, your grace. Did you want another? And he, I, like, you're the, still holding where? your half a tankard, and he holds out another towards you. Where is the lady with the sandwiches? Oh, any of the pixies. Hold on, hold on. Uh, and he, he does that thing where he sticks his fingers in his mouth and whistles, which I won't do, partially because I can't, and also because it's a audio, it's audio podcast. Uh, but he does that, and two what look like little pixies holding uh, silver platters come flying on over, and he goes, Gwynion, Frieschel, they they require food. You cannot drink Hi. and not eat. You cannot eat and not drink. And these these little pixies are... Precisely. Hi. 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 Can I have uh, sandwiches to go? <laughs> you can take. You sir, take. I've, okay. I've got the, the first one. take five sandwiches and hand them to Carlton and be like, eat them all. As you take them, the one plate, uh, it's the same weird experience. You go to take these tiny, tiny little sandwiches and as soon as you grab, it's like you've just grabbed a normal size sandwich for your hands. Um, one of them che- seems to be a cheese and tomato sandwich. The other one seems to be some kind of BLT, although you're not exactly sure what the tea is. It's not tomatoes in that case. Uh, but yeah, they're the they and every time you grab a sandwich and then reach down to grab another, it seems like these platters never empty, but the sprites get really happy. Your sandwiches are so good, and we have to go now, but they were great, oh. and we're gonna tell everyone we meet to come get sandwiches from you. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, you uh-huh. yeah, you're uh-huh. really good at sandwiches, and my friend Carlton wants to eat a lot of them, so now we're gonna do that. Goodbye. You should just stay. As you guys try to move forward, uh, Carlton doesn't seem to want to move, and these these pixies in the Seder kind of gently, not blocking your way, but like moving with you. They're just like, well, but wait, more sandwiches? And he's got the drinks and the sandwiches. I take the five sandwiches sandwiches and I make a quintuple decker sandwich of all the ones that Bernie handed me. I just go, Roll the dirty saving throw. Just, oh. just keep eating. Yeah, just yeah. keep eating. I don't want to do the Heimlich Ernie, today. I mean, I mean, was he the right choice to give Ten. sandwiches yes, to? Uh, you dropped he three was. of the sandwiches. The keeping? Okay. Oh. Poof, 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 onto the ground. And you hear one of the pixies go, oh, 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 Don't worry, dropped, don't worry. I'm still eating. I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. Don't worry, I'm going to eat it. And I'm going to eat the ones off the ground. flies back into the group. He dropped. He dropped the sandwiches. He dropped. He dropped. And you can see now that the crying pixie and the one that's now like freaking out about the fact that you've dropped the sandwiches are starting to rile up some of the crowd. And the, we should the go. joy yeah. and the revelry is starting to turn into curious and upset. And uh, why are they leaving? What's go- what, don't they want to stay? Aren't they happy? What's, why are they so upset? We are s- so happy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We go, 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 we go. I would like, how are you moving Carlton? The bear. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just have him, like, rest on Shadow, and then Shadow's going to walk. I think Shadow can support Carlton's weight. Yeah, he's a he's a big black bear. He's the only thing larger and stronger than Carlton in this group. I'd say, um, if Carlton will will just lay on him, he'll have no problem, but Carlton... You are super intoxicated. As soon as you are laying on the back of this bear, your head starts to spin. This is not comfortable. Ugh, guys, I don't feel. So, I don't feel so good. You just get it all out. Roll a Constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Uh, fifteen. 
you're about halfway through this crowd. You've kind of skirted around the edge of it. You've gone around the bonfire. Even as you are moving, Finian is right there offering drinks. Uh, there's still the other pixie who seems to be more than happy to, to be food, food, food. And every once in a while, another creature is trying to come up and dance and sing and you hear party going on and you hear some of them being like why are they leaving i don't understand why are they leaving what's going on and carlton hawks all over the ground oh jesus fortunately he misses the bear and pretty much anyone but it does sizzle into the fire and it smells bad and the satyrs stop dancing and they look at carlton they're like he can't hold his drink why can't he hold his drink what's going on and they all look at Finian, who looks abashed. And he looks at Carlton, and he's like, come on, man, you're going to embarrass me. You're friends here, aren't you going to do- can't you hold it? Come on. And he goes and hands you another drink, as you're still uh, lying on the bear. All right. I'll, nope. I'll take the drink for him, Finian. Thank you so no, much. No, I'm a centaur now. See? I'm no, all, I got four legs. he's yeah, not yeah. a centaur. Oh, oh, centaurs trot along. Come on, let's go. You hear your friend Kesson be like, well, that's racist. Maybe a little. I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. <laughs> Carlton, are you staying on the back of the bear? Yeah. Someone want to cast a whole person on this guy to make sure he doesn't move around. Yeah, I got it. All right. Mm-hmm. A whole person wouldn't work like that, unfortunately. Oh, wait. So how does a whole person work? It's a mind affecting spell. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't hold him physically. To it him. makes him think he's being held. All right. Well, well. <laughs> my mind's already gone. How close is... I don't know if Traffic Orr can do it. How close is Carlton to blacking out check? He puked, so maybe not so close. Roll a medicine check. Ooh. Because this all happened pretty fast. Guys, I haven't been this drunk since the time I cut up Wayland's wag out of shit. Shh, Carlton, shush. Well, shush. Well, 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 that's just prime. Four. I rolled a four. What does a four <laughs> tell you? It's Carlton, man. How... how- how can you tell? I mean, especially since he's on the back of a bear and you guys are trying to hustle away from this increasingly agitated party. My medicine checks a 15. Uh, He's not close to blacking out. He threw up a little bit too much and he's going to be kind of sloppy drunk for a while. Okay, we just got... We just, yeah, we just we'll just double time. I'm Shadow and me and Carlton are moving as quick, quickly as we can through the thing without running. All right. As you guys kind of make it around and start to get back onto the path and start to head north, Seekin looks around. He's still holding the mug that was given to him that he hasn't drank out of at all, but he's holding this mug. He turns and he waves at everybody and he says, all right, thanks. Bye. <gasps> hey, Seekin. Seekin. Yeah? Seekin. Yeah? Seekin. Yeah? You are, are you are you you gonna drink that? See, yes, he is. I before he, Seekin came, he answered like that is Seekin's beer, not yours. Seekin will drink it when he's ready. Seekin, you're not ready to drink that beer yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was like two castings of command. He so he's waving to this group like smiling. What is happening? Like, is Travancore finally living up to his potential as a ruler and a king? <laughs> yeah. he, he goes to hand the the, the cider to to Carlton. You say this. He goes to take the cider. He goes to drink the cider. You say this. He puts the cider down. And he just goes back to persuading the group of people that he had a fun time. And something about Seekin's innocent, honest demeanor calms a little bit of the nerves. And the satyrs are like, okay, goodbye. And you hear the pixies like, ah, goodbye. And, and while the centaurs still look a little bit upset, the, the party seems to start back up again. And you guys continue down the road 
in my heart of hearts, I hope that this was just a party and that there was no sinister element to it. And, you know, maybe I could have stayed and just been fine, right? But I cannot be that person anymore. Like, that guy who could have thought that is gone, and that's a little bit sad. Aww. You hear the Incredible Hulk theme as we uh, <laughs> as we walk down the road. Fun fact, that Except was one of my dad's up. favorite TV shows. Alright, you guys continue down the road. Carlton, over the next hour, I'd like you to roll two more constitution saving throws with a okay. disadvantage, because you are on the back of a bear intoxicated. So first, uh, so for the first hour, uh, hour uh, that's going to be a 17. Okay. On the second right, one? And then, yeah, yeah, and then we're, we got a 16 for the second one. Okay. Um, you managed to avoid blacking out and passing out completely. Eventually, after the first hour, you get a, I'm, I'm okay. And you're just. I need pancakes. You're no longer drunk, but like incredible. It's, it's as though you are now going through being hungover, even though mm-hmm. it's only been an hour. And, oh, it sucks. Ooh, it sucks. You get, you take some water, you have some rations, things seem to get a little better in the second hour, but you suffer a level of exhaustion as you continue down the road to the north. Who ate or drank anything? Carlton, definitely. Jonathan, did you eat or drink anything? No. I think I ate I know, it for everybody. And I know Bernie took a bunch I, of sandwiches, but she, did she actually I eat did. anything? No, no. I, ate, I ate her sandwiches that she gave Bernie me. Bernie gave them to... And I dropped them on the ground, and then I ate the ones on the ground. Yeah, Carlton, make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Guys, this is what I'm amazing at. I'm actually not too bad at wisdom right now. That's going to be a 19. Excellent. You travel down the road. Uh, the rest of the day seems to go by without a problem. Carlton, you're suffering a level of exhaustion, but, you know, you, you did get I'm, super I, drunk. I, old Carlton was used to this. You're, yeah, uh, super drunk. You continue down the road. It's weird. The sun starts to set as you've traveled for like eight or nine hours throughout the day. And then it just seems to stay there. Like, you continue north, and you keep thinking, oh, yeah, we'll give it another, like, 30, 45 minutes before the sun really starts to set, and then we'll we'll make camp, or we'll do something. You continue to walk. Doesn't go down. A couple hours go by. Doesn't go down. And I need you all to roll perception checks. Uh, it's, it's, the sun is too loud, guys. I can't deal with this right now. Shh. Jonathan? Jonathan the Magimuscular gets a five bucks. The Mighty gets a uh, 17. And Carlton? Uh, 18. Well, I'm telling the sun to quiet down. <laughs> yeah. And Bernie? I know that feel. Bernie got a 7 again. And Travancore? Travancore got a 21, but I did roll for Shadow. Would you like to know what Shadow got? Sure. 22, but that's a natural 20. Everyone drink. Woo! Hey! Everyone eat some boozy fruit from your sangria. All right. As you guys are continuing north, you're all noticing the the sun is just not setting. It's like it's stuck in the sky. It's weird. Some of you are a little more distracted by this than others. Uh, noticeably, Jonathan and Bernie, who are just completely distracted by the lack of sunset that is happening. It's, it's like the sun just decided to stop before it actually completed its set. Everybody else notices as, as this road continues to slowly wind through the woods, heading in a northerly direction, you see a group of tiny sprites and pixies flying from the north down the path towards you, calling out to you. And Shadow, 
notices them first and <laughs> looks over at Carlton. And as these, this, this, there's like two dozen of them. There's a cloud of pixies and sprites as they rush down. And within moments after Shadow has given Carlton this surprised look, you hear why. They're calling out to Carlton. Guys, I ordered takeout. It's him. 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 And suddenly you are surrounded by a swarm of little tiny pixies and sprites who are just circling you all in glee. It's them. It's him. It's them. It's Carlton and friends. Carlton and friends. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, I want to make Carlton a friend morning kids show now. <laughs> and they're just... Hi, friends! Can you say that a little bit quieter, though? You're really loud next to my ears. They move away from ears a little bit, and they're like, "You, you, you come, you've come, you've come, come on, come on, come on, we've got the sword for you, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And they, they start to grab your clothing, all of you, like, just grabbing your clothing, Guys, the, grabbing this is what the old lady shirt, said we had to do. And pulling you down the road. I, oh, I, okay. I start following. Yeah, uh, I mean, the crazy old elf lady... Yeah, this is something she mentioned, so I'm okay with this, I think. Uh, Bernie, Bernie, get your, get your blasty spells ready, just in case. Oh, don't worry, they're ready, they're ready, they've been ready. They continue to pull you down the road, two, three minutes down the road, and then off the path a little bit and into the woods. And you only go maybe four or five hundred yards off the path before you all notice a couple things. The trees ahead, they they remain these large deciduous trees, a bunch of like really tall redwoods, not as tall as what was in Mithrendian, but super thick healthy tall trees with autumn colored leaves but now you start to see little tiny houses in and amongst all of the trees almost like bird houses but they're they're like little tiny miniature houses have just been placed here there and everywhere in all of the trees and you see above you flying between all of the trees and all these little tiny houses more of these pixies as they fly from house to house and the ones that are above you in the trees are calling out they're home they're home they're home, they're home, they're home, they're home, they're home. Home. Oh, okay. You are led through the trees and into a, a little bit of a clearing. It, it looks like a natural clearing. None of the trees have been cut down or anything, but there's a, a, a large clearing uh, in amongst all of these little tiny houses in the trees. And there's a roaring bonfire set up. And next to this roaring bonfire, you see a giant purple sleeping beholder and that's where we'll stop and we'll pick it up next time on dungeon drugs (laughs) (laughs) oh dear let me give you some experience we should i i should have kept us at the party (laughs) we should have partied all night for the party, for drinking at the party, for eating at the party, for dancing at the party, for enjoying the party, and for making it home, we give you a total of 3,000 experience to split between the lot of you. And next time, you'll be home. Next time, will Jonathan the Magimuscular here. It's been a pleasure being Jonathan the Magimuscular for the last, <laughs> last few years. I look forward to 
the next character that won't be Jonathan the Magic Muscular. As Jonathan the Magic Muscular is incinerated or stonified or just eaten. Hey guys, you're listening to Kimmy Baggins Jr. And you're listening to Dungeon Jokes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash dungeondrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Year patrons. Thank you, Megan, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, That Indian Dude, Michael LaPointe, a.k.a. Vazarus, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.